All right, so ready? We're going to get started? Yep. Okay. Hi, and Hi. welcome to the Heart to Heart Podcast. I'm Journey. I'm Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and today we have a special guest. Yes. Hi, I'm Esther. <laughs> what do you do? What do you mean, what do I do? I don't do much. <laughs> Where do you go to school? Um, Central High School. She left me. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's shaking my head. Can you should have left P-Packs. Can you tell us how old you are, Estee? I'm 15. I always forget how old I am, honestly. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so what's our topic? Should we talk about the topic for today's episode, the official topic? It is identifying in 2021. Uh. So that involves talks of sexuality, pronouns, you know, just everything that how you pronounce yourself, introduce yourself, are profound in yourself and how that's different now than how it was for maybe when you grew up or people listening grew up so i'm so scared i know <laughs> <laughs> it's a I am topic so sure. scared to talk about this like oh my gosh i'm so glad that your mom is here <laughs> because i feel like nobody's gonna like roll on me and jump me in the corner like at least if I have to look over out of the corner of my eye like I know like, that someone yeah <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm so scared because I feel like I've gotten it all wrong like and mm-hmm. I, I don't know about my generation like I can't speak for my generation here mm-hmm. I think a lot of people in my generation get it but for me personally I feel so like in the dark and confused and I just feel like I just want to play in the playground with everybody and I want all the rainbows and colors and all of that, but I don't want them to ask me questions about what I think because I think my thoughts are, are like... going to be somehow wrong. I don't want to get canceled. Or offensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I- I'll let y'all start talking about it and you tell me when you want me to chime in. Yeah, well, it's definitely a very touchy subject and something that you either dance around or you talk about it and I feel that a lot of people tend to dance around it and there should be more people that talk about it yeah so that's why I'm glad for this space and I hope the listeners also acknowledge that you know we are trying our best to understand from both sides and we in no means mean to offend anyone so just like upfront disclaimer so this is just an open conversation about everything so I think we should break it down from aspects inside like the topic as a whole to make it a bit more simpler so like pronouns and sexualities and sexualities and everything so I think we should start with pronouns which is a bit more simpler than sexuality from my perspective Mm -hmm. from personally mine you know like yeah there's a lot to me um pronouns was like way Harder. harder yeah and it is for like a lot of people like I know some people who just like they go through like different phases. They're like, I'm trying this, I'm trying that. I'm kind of confused right now, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think about pronouns from your like experience? Um, I don't know. Like, it, they're definitely like a really important thing. Like, it, obviously, if you're gonna be talking to someone, you have to be like, if you're talking about someone like to another person, you have to be like, oh, I don't want to get this wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure like they're comfortable and all of that, and. Just, I think they're just really important, and I think it's really great that people actually started like being more aware of them in a way now. Mm-hmm. Like people are always like, "Oh, I'm blah blah blah. Nice to meet you. What are your pronouns? Mine are blah 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 blah." And 
Yeah. What are your pronouns? If I'm you don't fine with, like, it. any of them. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. I feel... I get what you mean by pronouns can be challenging for people. I just think with there being so many sexualities and, like, some people don't even know, I feel it can be more challenging to understand, maybe. But for pronouns, I definitely get what you mean from being a person deciding which pronouns you want to use and you want people to use for you. I get why that's challenging. Um, Because, you know, there are people who... The most known pronouns are probably he, she, and they. But... There are people who choose, like, their own pronouns, like, specific for them that you may not hear somebody else use and everything. Mine is Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that works. I know people who only go by their name. Like, I know Aniko, and they're, like, just Nico. Like, they don't mind you using they. They would prefer they. But if you can use Nico, they prefer Nico. Mm-hmm. So that's totally acceptable. That's another thing. Like, Joss is made for you, and you pick that out for you. So, like, that's what you want to use. But it's kind of a preferred name, you know, and so I feel like it also encap- encapsulates, the pro- like, all the pronouns because it's kind of gender du- neutral. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked about this before, but I was saying I was just really uncomfortable when I would show up to Zoom meetings and people would be like, Oh, okay, tell us your name, your company, and your pronoun. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, first of all, can I tell you, like, how I'm doing today? Like, anything else about me? Because pronouns are, like, a little bit complicated. I never got – between the time that I was asked to start using them and, like, that Zoom meeting, I never got the chance to – talk this out or to really learn about well what does this mean or is this just something people will say oh it's just something for like trans people or for non-binary people or for and it's like wait I I might be all of those things if I had a (laughs) like a session to to like talk about it but because all of this language was it seems like it was invented so quickly and then socialized and then like made to be like the the politically correct thing to like acknowledge I was like whoa whoa like I didn't have time I was busy building the business plan or busy doing the work like I didn't have time to think about how my pronouns in this professional meeting you know so it's it's like so uncomfortable for me I don't I get what you mean for sure but I don't know if I would say it's been invented so quickly because it's always been there and I would just say Recently, people have just became comfortable in acknowledging it in themselves and in others. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say it's like something that's like, oh, whoa, this came out of nowhere. And for you, it may seem like it. Mm -hmm. But especially being someone growing up with like Internet culture and everything Mm -hmm. and like having privilege to the Internet and seeing how the Internet works and like stuff like that, meeting people through the Internet and stuff. It's definitely not been invented. It's Mm -hmm. always been there. And it's something that in the light of, you know, elections and everything coming up, it's kind of became this thing as in, you know, I'm just comfortable in my stance now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, because like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of stuff opened eyes, like especially the virus and everything. It was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here and I don't want to be here being uncomfortable. (laughs) So I'm just going to be here how I want to be here. So I think 
that's kind of came around. And with so many people realizing that and seeing people realizing that, it's kind of became this thing that like, okay, as another person, I'm going to realize that too. So when I ask you your pronouns, it's not that I don't care about how you're doing, Mm. you know. It's just before I even, you know, try to go farther than that, you know, because I might need to use your pronouns to address you to ask how you're doing or to tell someone how you're doing. So I would like to know your pronouns first. So before anything else, like you don't get upset at me or I don't offend you in any way. And it's it's just a thing like out of respect and acknowledgement that, you know, you're seen, you know. But for me, it feels so disrespectful almost. It's like it's such a personal question. And if if you if whoever is asking the question hasn't cultivated the space to make people comfortable enough to like answer this personal question, then it feels like they don't have the right to ask me this thing that I'm trying to like even figure out, you know, or like that I'm like, I don't know, you know. So I feel in some ways like, um, you know, as a 40 something year old, I've been a little bit of a disruptor because when people say like, tell us your name, you know, your company and your pronoun, I'll just say like my name and my company or like I'll just say nothing. And I it always feels like such a disruption, even though I'm like being really authentic in that like all of this stuff has a story for me. Like even my name, Jaws, like my birth name is Jocelyn. And of course, you know, we talked about me having this nickname that's like a very like it's prominent in my life which I'm not going to say on this podcast because I just am not. But if people know me in real life, they know that I've had a nickname. Um, and so when I decided to use the name Jaws, it was like a whole story about it. It was like a spiritual journey for me. It was a, a journey about like separation and like reshaping my identity. It's <laughs> <laughs> generally like you're coming out to someone because you have to do it over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and I and I feel like in a lot of ways, like when I told people like I want to be called Jaws, right? Like, um, so I mean, maybe should I tell you guys the story? Maybe I should just tell you guys that like a quick version of the story. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was I was married and I changed my name to like it was Jocelyn Ladson that was my name okay and when I got a divorce I had like a falling out with my ex-husband he was like don't use my name (laughs) because he does like he does some cool work and he didn't want anybody to associate like me with still being like his wife and I was like oh my god like it's a part of my identity I've had this identity of like this person's wife like for the longest time and so I was really sad about that and I was like going through all these changes like just trying to figure out what I wanted to do for myself and um and it was like like I had this dream that like that I had this conversation with God and in the God in the conversation God was like no you're mine like you don't have to use anybody else's name you're mine like and and you call me by whatever name you know you like like I'm God I'm Jah I'm Jehovah I'm and I was like oh my God and then I woke up saying like I belong to Jah and then I was like Jaws I was like oh my God <laughs> Jaws like that's that's it that's the name I want to use and I found I got so much power from that like it felt like I didn't need 
that past relationship or like I could kind of step through fear, things that I was afraid of, like all of these things kind of came into place for me just from this name thing that happened. The benefit of that, like having this name Jaws, is that a lot of people think that I'm a man. Like they think it's like short for Joseph or they think it's like mm-hmm. Jose or whatever. So what I started to find out was that by using my name, Josh Duncan, people started to like they would treat me like like an old white man, basically, like in emails. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, huh, look at this. There's like another benefit. Like or and then so it's like kind of like added respect, basically. How mm-hmm. right, but 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 I'm still the same person, yeah. right? And but but it was like I didn't have to there was just a certain kind of authority that having a name that was like gender neutral that was often associated with like different race, a different age, maybe, you know what I mean? And I'm like, Hmm, this is really interesting. And I enjoyed it. And then I was like, I only enjoy it because of patriarchy. So it was like all this stuff tied into it. But with that said, there are all these things that I think are layered into identity, like whether it's your name, whether it's your like pronoun or just the way that you express yourself um, that for me, like it would be better suited if it was a story that could be shared or told, but it feels so personal, you know? So. Yeah. Um, I get what you mean. I do. (laughs) Um, You said something earlier in the, while you were talking about how, you felt they didn't open up a space for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I don't know if they should be the ones to open up that space for you, but they should welcome whatever comes out of that space, you know? So I think it's a you job to be able to find that space where you feel comfortable and talk to a person, you know? And it's no rush to do it, you know? And you have the right to tell people, you know, I'm okay with whatever pronouns, like, I don't really know right now. And if they look at you weird, that might be because they found their space to talk about it and they know. But you don't have to rush to be a part of the trend or anything or to join the club, you know, just find your space and do it at your own pace, you know. And once you decide, then everybody's waiting and welcoming for you, you know. That's why it's there for the people that have found that space. So you just have to find that space. And I feel once you find it, you might feel a bit different about it all. But how you feel right now is okay because you're in the process of confusion. So <laughs> You told me I'm confused. Yeah. This is great. Okay. So, <laughs> so well, I mean, you, would you say you're not confused? <laughs> I, w- I would say um, I'm not confused about the way I feel when someone asks me my pronouns and they don't know me. I'm very clear that that makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't think that it should be standard practice. Like, I think, you know, if if that is something that people want to know, I think it needs to be a different, like a different kind of relationship or expectation of more of a conversation. Like that is a conversation. That is not just something that, you know, you just walk into this like random conference and it's like write your name and your pronoun and your name tag like hold wait You're a like, minute like i don't even know you yet right <laughs> you know like there are also some people like some people are fine with just like saying them right away when they introduce themselves but then there are times where like you're really uncomfortable just saying it to someone you've known like your whole life because mm-hmm. like personally 
like if I've known this person for like a year or since like first grade, I'm telling them this and I'm like, man, this is terrifying. I'm scared to hit send. <laughs> and then you hit it and then you like swipe your phone away and you're like, I can't do this right now. I got to go do something else. And it's just like terrifying no matter who it is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I know people who have changed their pronouns like and they change them on a regular basis. And I and I acknowledge it like I honor it. I don't they could change their pronouns every day for me. And those are people for me who feel very comfortable saying, hey, this is who I am and this is the this is my pronoun. And that I'm fine with that. But um, but I, I, I feel very uncomfortable. And I feel like there are people who have spoken about you know, like either misgendering someone or using the wrong pronoun as like a, an act of violence. That is that is like petrifying for me. It gives me a lot of anxiety, <laughs> you know, especially around young people, because I feel like people who are like 40 something and above don't take that kind of thing too seriously. Right. But people in their like 20s or in their teens, the idea of misgendering somebody, they're like, it was violent and I was in this space and they kept calling me the wrong pronoun. And it's like, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I have a ball in my stomach, so. Yeah, misgendering's definitely a thing. Um, and I know a lot of people don't take too kindly to it because of the fact that changing your pronouns to some people isn't thought too kindly of. So it's kind of like, if I come out and, like, say these are my pronouns and everything, it's kind of hard. That's, like, another way of coming out, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, changing your pronouns, it's, mm -hmm. like, it's different than before. I feel different. So to have there be people out there that you know don't accept it, you know, and think badly of it, when someone misgenders you, you kind of go into the mindset of, like, fight or flight. Like, are it are like do they not appreciate or accept you know kind mm -hmm. of not appreciate mm -hmm. accept accept is better do they not accept like my change and everything and it kind of just becomes like that confusion of uncomfortableness on their part you know that's another thing like I feel putting yourself in the mindset of the people who have changed their pronouns and everything to be asked what your pronouns are I know for like some people have told me like I'll ask somebody their pronouns and they're like no one ever asked me that like, that's such, like, an uplifting thing for some people. So to have that opportunity of people asking their pronouns where they go, that feels right to them. Mm -hmm. And that may just be because they know their mm -hmm. pronouns. And that's not saying that, like, you should feel wrong for feeling how you feel because you have all the right to feel how you feel. But just on the different sides of the spectrum, you have to think about how it feels for them as well. Mm -hmm. So... No, I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm happy to do that. Like, that's, I'm all about empathy. I'm all about thinking about, like, oh, this is how that person feels, and I want to hold space for them. Um, I think, though, there are a lot of people who live their lives kind of, like, playing it safe and, like, I'm not really a safe player, like, in my life, <laughs> period. <laughs> I take big risks, big jumps. I, like, I like to live with, like, a sense of authenticity and truth right and I think because of that I, you know I've, I've made some choices that have really you know worked out well for me so so yeah I, I saw I've made some some choices like and I feel like like a lot of people in our society like it's just like uh-huh like I'm gonna just do this thing because 
like it's okay like I don't want to feel I don't want to take risk I don't want to take chances so it's like okay I'm gonna show up to the meeting what's your pronoun she her mm-hmm. next you know and they never really think deeply about what their pronoun actually is or whether they have a different experience I and mean, maybe it was just really easy for them to figure that out like maybe I, I, I'm thinking too deeply about it but I also think that there are a lot of people who are terribly uncomfortable with it like one day I was in therapy I was talking to my therapist about this issue. I was like, oh, I get so weird when people ask pronouns in the meeting. And I feel like there's no space to discuss what this means to an organization that starts its meeting off asking about like pronouns or like, okay, like, why do you want to know this, all this stuff? And the therapist was like, you know me too. You know, and she's like, goes into this whole thing and she's like, there's no place to talk about it without feeling like you're going to be like insulted or like kicked, like, you know, somebody's going to like cancel you or whatever. And she's like, yeah, we just, let's just not say it. So my therapist and I were like having therapy together. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we don't really know how to do this. So like we could just play along. Let's just go to the meeting. And I just say she, her, because I wear braids and I dress a certain way and present a certain way and arch my eyebrows. So let me just go along and keep it moving. But something about that, it like, mm, it just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, it, it. I don't know. It just doesn't feel good. So since we're talking about it in this podcast, yeah, um, I figured I should be honest. Yeah, I think there should be a space. Like, because <laughs> like even on here, I'm going to admit, like, before I talk, I feel like I have to think a bit before what I said because I know this is going out to the public and everything and you know I'm not in my mind like saying stuff that's offensive but it's like I don't want to say anything that I think is all right or like how I think I word it is okay but somebody else perceives it as offensive mm-hmm. especially being young mm-hmm. and like not even setting foot out into the world like somebody's gonna hear this and be like oh, yeah, remember when she said this? Like, and they'll start pulling it up on, like, Twitter and everything. And I'm going to be like, oh, man. got to write my notes apology. But it's, it is no space. And I feel there should be a space. But I feel it's hard to find that space when there are so many things that can be perceived as offensive that you may not think are offensive, you know? Mm-hmm. So you really have to take time and take those people. That's why I feel like you should make your own space like I said you know Mm -hmm. there may not be some big convention or anything but I feel if you take your space with a few people you trust and a few people who are your friends and you love that may change your aspect when you do go to this bigger space Mm. because you know that after this like if I feel some type of way I can go to them and be like listen you know and we can just talk without fear, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. It can be something personal and private. It can be something open if you like it like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But just that space where you can just, like, really talk mm. and, like, really talk. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a nice idea from from someone who's young, you know? But <laughs> when you're, like, working, you know, from the time you get up to the time you go to, go to bed, you know, creating space to have a conversation about pronouns isn't exactly, like... A priority for you know for like you know yeah so but th- but it's a priority right now yeah so. but I don't I wouldn't say that space would just be for pronouns oh it is... would be for everything oh like, like therapy kind of but you don't even have to look at it like that but like, I mean 
I talked to the therapist. She had the same problem. Yeah, but if she had that problem too, you know, she might need a space <laughs> too, you know, and it shouldn't be something that like you have to pay for. Like, oh, it's like alcohol. Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, kind of, but like, it shouldn't be a space like paying for therapy and everything. I mean, like, my space would probably be with my mom, you know? Your mother is a therapist. Yeah, to me, but Pretty I don't much. have to pay her. You I know. know. <laughs> but no, I don't have to pay you. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I feel like I could go to her and talk to her about whatever. You yeah, know, if I yeah. really need to. So if you had a person or maybe a group of people, you know, I feel like I could go to Estee too, you know, but just that group that like I can talk to you whenever, yeah. you know, even if it's a quick text, like I'll take Estee and be like, look, I have to tell you something, you know, <laughs> and then she'll be like, we'll just have a quick conversation. I'll be like, okay, bye. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and you just keep going. And it's like just to have that like release for a minute like I may walk into my mom's room and be like such and such, such and such and then just walk out you know yeah. but I just feel better afterwards because I got something off my chest and even if I have to go to her three times a day like I know she'll be there I know she'll be willing and like that's the kind of space you need in your life I think it's true I mean I definitely have people in my life who I talk to but they usually agree with me you know the people in my generation and I don't have kids so this is unique like I say, I would. I don't know if we would have had a conversation about this had <laughs> it not been for this uh, podcast, or you know, even you and I journey. So, mm-hmm. I, and I don't think this is something that I could say to most kids. Like we were thinking about having a guest on, um, who I know who has, I you know, I think has some strong views about like pronouns and gender identity and all that. I was too nervous to invite her today. I was like, I just don't feel like getting beat up on in a podcast, you know, for my views. And so I think, you know, the the younger generation can ask questions or, you know, or not agree with the older generation. And it's it's okay. Like, there's a compassion, I think. But let the older generation do something wrong or, like, say something that's, like, like offensive or whatever – and it's like we just get written off as like not cool adults. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's funny because the same thing kind of happens to us too. You know, mm. like there will be people that go, "Oh, not Gen Z trying to cancel me," you know. And it's like I'll read it and like I know like me feeling some type of ways giving them that satisfaction, mm-hmm. but it's also like not the entirety of the generation, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, another thing. People are always like, oh, Gen Z millennials are always fighting and going at it. I've never tried to fight a millennial in my life. (laughs) Like, I don't even know who is a millennial when I talk to them. Like, I don't care, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, that's what I feel like it should be. Like, caring so much can be a good thing and a bad thing, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel there was a moment where, like, we could just, like, not care and Mm -hmm. just talk and listen, Mm -hmm. you know, and just accept and, like, receive. It would be so much easier to have these conversations, like, with anybody. I agree. So I think that's good. Um, So I I would like to ask um, you guys, I guess, your understanding of pronouns and what your journey your journey mm-hmm. but your journey has been oh, through God. pronouns <laughs> i'll let you start oh no wait <laughs> what was the first part of it again just like what's your understanding of it all um 
I just understand that there's like, it's just a whole broad spectrum because there's she, he, there's they, there's like, and there's so many more. There's like it, there's neo pronouns, which is like a whole thing that I know a lot of people who actually use them. Mm. And it's just a really like large spectrum that is like tough to just even get like one grab of. Um, personally, my journey with pronouns has been like such a, such a thing. Um, I was thinking about it last night when Journey asked me if I was willing to do this. I was like, this has been like a good minute. Something that's weird is I've always had like relatively short hair. Like in second grade was the first time I cut my hair short. And it's been short since like fifth grade. And the weirdest thing about it is I'm on like a plane or something. Um, and it's like, sir, what would you like to drink? And it's just like such a weird thing to hear because you're like, is that, am I sir? Are you talking to me here? <laughs> like I was on a flight home from like London two summers ago or something. And they were like, and sir, what would you like to drink? And I was like, wait, me, what? Like I'm the only person in the aisle that looks like a sir, I guess, <laughs> so sure. Um, but like, it's just been a whole thing. Even from like an oddly young age, it's been like, what if I was a dude? What if I wasn't who I am? right in this moment? What if I was like, what if I looked like this person? What if I sounded like this person? And it's just weird because then you like think about it and you're like, but I'm not comfortable doing this certain thing or this certain thing that would like require me to like transition to be a person. Like, I don't want to do these shots for like testosterone. I don't want to get surgery. Surgery is terrifying. So you're like, then really, who am I? And it's been like a whole thing the whole time. Like mm -hmm. February of 2020, I was like, I don't think I'm just, like, this random girl from Philly. I think I'm, like, something else. And I was, like, I've realized what, like, non-binary is and, like, they, them pronouns. And I was, like, I think this is right. So for a while, it was just she, they. But then lockdown hit, and I'm, like, oh, God, now I have to be, like, alone with my thoughts and stuff. So, like, very, like, I've always questioned it. I've questioned it a lot through lockdown. And I'm, like, okay, I'm still comfortable with this. Maybe I like this, like, maybe I like they more than she a little bit. And then, like, in February or something, I saw someone I know. Journey knows who they are. <laughs> I saw them today. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They put, like, any pronouns in their bio. And I'm like, what if that's me? What if that's <laughs> what I am? And then, for some reason, like, this fear struck me. And I'm like, what if someone thinks I'm copying them? <laughs> Even though, like, everyone in their grandma could be like that and like <laughs> you don't know that and I, it made me think for like a while I'm like am I just she they am I fine with like everything am I fine with like they she he anything like that and it just took like so long to figure out and I guess I'm comfortable where I am now with just anything I love that so much. Thank you. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that. That's my thing. Any pronouns. Because yeah. I, I honestly think that, like, it's it's different energies. Like, and, and sometimes it's just, like, how you feel, you know. Like, you might have been in a situation where you feel just like, oh, like, I want to carry a certain energy in my body. I want to be <laughs> referred to a certain way. I want to engage with the like my community in a certain way that 
you know, gives me a certain stance and you might feel you might be projecting <laughs> a, a certain pronoun or, you know, there might be other days when you want to present or project something else, you know, and I don't know that that's something that as journey would say needs to be declared like from day to day, at least not for me, you know, it's just about, um, you know, just being, I guess, fluid with it. So thank you for that. I've, I've never heard that one before. Yeah. I think that's the one I'll use. So those are my pronouns, any pronouns. Yeah. Thanks y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Applause. Um, should I talk about me now? Sure. Um, I don't know if I had a journey with pronouns. Um, I've always presented pretty femininely. Um, and, you know, in my bio, I say she, her. You know, I'm not really opposed to anything else. But if you did call me she, her, like, that's fine. That's what people usually call me. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if there was ever a moment where I felt like that wasn't correct, for me at least. You know, but... For as far as like understanding, I understand everything, especially being on the internet. You mm. know, like I can look up stuff if I see somebody. Like when people started using like their own pronouns, like I know a friend that uses Zize Zim, and I was confused at first because I was like, okay, wait, like wait a minute, like what do I do? I was like, how do I like address you? Like you're also like, how do you know, say this? Because it's spelled like yeah, it was like way. different letters and stuff. So I was I, like, I feel like that meme. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. So I had to like, I didn't want to like message them like upfrontly because I was like, I don't want to say anything that like seems harsh, especially over text. You mm-hmm. never know how anybody's saying it over text. So I was like, okay, like I should look it up. So I looked it up and I realized that it was like a thing and like people do it so Mm -hmm. I was like okay like now that I know what it is and like I understand it like I feel all right accepting it you know Mm -hmm. because I know what they're doing so when I saw other people use it it was kind of like all right like I know what this is and I know how to go about it and how to you know approach it and how to like use it Mm -hmm. so I understand it and I support it 100% like even if you change it day by day if you feel one day this one feels better than this one but the next day, this one might feel better than this one, you know? It's like, all right, like, I'm not going to downplay you or anything, and I'm just going to support you the whole mm-hmm. way because I know it's hard and I know it's tough. So, mm-hmm. I think the scariest thing about it all, though, is, is like, um, people feeling, one, I mean, I, I, it is, is, I think when people are not respected, they're, like, valid and being upset. Like, if somebody is just... Because there are a lot of people who just intentionally, like, disrespect people who have, like, either, like, a, a, a um, gender identity that they don't... That, like, other folks don't agree with or that's not aligned with, like, a family member's values or something, and they will intentionally disrespect, um, you know, somebody who's like, oh, I've changed my pronouns or I've changed or my gender expression is different from what you've referred to it as. And so I think it is important to make sure to stand with folks. So for me, those are the times when like, it's not about me, you know, like Mm -hmm. if I have to just choose a pronoun real quick, because I see that somebody in in the, the room or the Zoom, you know, might be like working through something or, you know, if there is someone who's like, you know, like a trans person or something like that, or somebody who's like, I'm non-binary, I want to make sure that 
I get out of myself like really quickly, you know, but I think there are moments when I feel like, oh, this is, I'm being included in this conversation. And that's when I'm like, oh, okay, like I'm going to participate. But um, there are other times when I feel like um, people feel like it's violent if folks just make mistakes. And so, you know, I don't, I don't really know what it'll take to be like, you know, hey, like we all got to kind of lean into the shift in culture a little bit. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's a sticky one because you could like advocate for a person to have compassion and then they go right home and like somebody's blatantly like calling them, like misgendering them to, to harm them or to try to like pressure them into doing something else. So um, what do y'all think about that? Yeah, I feel it's definitely hard to differentiate a difference mm -hmm. when there are people that are doing it harshly. So when someone may not mean to do it, it's kind of like this person has been doing it for so long. Like, I don't know how mm -hmm. to read you because mm -hmm. that's a thing that kind of happened recently with Demi Lovato. Mm -hmm. She came out at sorry, they came out as non-binary non and they mm -hmm. were like, I want to use they them pronouns. And so many people were just the blame, just like disrespect, and then like the puns with her yes. name. Yes, they were making puns out of her name, calling her Themi Lovato. Like that is so foul. Like, even if that person did something to misgender someone, mm. like harshly, mm -hmm. it's so disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was like when someone may do it by accident, mm -hmm. like you, you haven't heard about this, right? No. Exactly. So if you were to talk about Demi and use the wrong pronoun, like imagine being in their shoes, like seeing that, it's kind of like, I don't know how to read that. Because mm. there are so many people out here just like bashing that like when someone uses something accidentally, it's kind of like, I don't know how to take it in. Mm. Well, I definitely think like anyone who is publicly discussing their pronoun, especially like a shift in their pronoun is incredibly courageous. And so I don't know. I just want to have like empathy for that experience and like, you know, really think about what that must be like to first of all, have the internal navigation of like, Hmm, mm -hmm. I, I think there's something misaligned here and I want to like, explore what that is but then to move that feeling through like your body and say I'm going to vocalize this and then to do it like when you're like in the public eye and you're like really well known for wow. stuff like they're well known for like is it camp rock no yeah, well I mean I guess you could just say singing yeah <laughs> I know but like that's also like a really big one though like singing in general they're really well known for that same with Sam Smith because that was, like, this time last year, and people were like, oh, my God. Um, like, people were just coming at them. And it was, like, a thing that went on for, like, weeks. Like, in school, I remember someone made, like, a joke about it, and we were all like, dude. And it's just a really weird thing when you're, like, well-known. Mm -hmm. Like, even if it's just, like, a thousand people know you, it's still a lot of people, and there's still going to be people out there mm -hmm. that are, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't accept you. Mm -hmm. Dead name, dead pronoun. Like, mm -hmm. old pronouns. Mm -hmm. I have this. I know we have to wrap up soon. And um, I have this one story that I wanted to share with y'all that was really inspiring for me. 
Um, I learned about it through um, Native American, like indigenous culture. And so I watched this movie called Drunk Town's Finest. Have either of you seen it? It has a weird name. It's like Drunk Town's <laughs> Finest. Like I'm talking to kids about Drunk Town's Finest. But it's actually about a young trans girl who is figuring out her identity. And she's she's indigenous. She's Native American. And so she, um, in high school, she kind of has like a tumultuous time. Like she's getting, like going through all of these different situations. She's making some bad choices on her own. But then she also is dealing with being like bullied and she enters this beauty pageant and like people from her high school remember that she had a different gender in high school. It was like this horrible thing. And so she has this whole, it's a 90 minute movie. And throughout this whole movie, she has this grandfather who's like very, very old, Native American, like very traditional, you know, he wears the traditional Native American attire and everything. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't know how to talk to him about what she's going through. She's like, oh, that's just grandpa. And so, um, by the end of the movie, this girl's like so broken. She has gone through so many things. And her grandpa says, let me, let me tell you a story. And he sits her down and he tells her this story about what I believe the name is the Berdache. And he says, in our culture, the Berdache were the two-spirited. And he says, and the thing is, there were the men, there were the women, and there were the Berdache. Well, the men and the women could not get along. And so the men swam to the other side of the ocean and the women swam to the other side of the ocean and the Berdache lived among both of them on both sides, the two-spirited. So after like decades, there were no children and the people started dying and they knew that eventually the community would have to come back together. So the Berdache, who were both men and women, went to both sides of the water and they talked to the men and they talked to the women so that they could understand their concerns and their problems. And they went back and they translated um, like love, like what they needed. And with that, they both, they all came together. So the whole community came together and the Badachi or the Two-Spirited were seen as the healers of the community. And so every year they have a festival to honor the Bradachi, the two-spirited. And I was like in that theater crying like a baby. <laughs> like I, I had never seen or heard a story that like honored two-spiritedness or like, you know, when you say them, they, sometimes it's like gender neutral or non-binary or both like two-spirited. And so I just thought that was like a really beautiful affirming story for, um, people who don't identify as male or female or men or women or they, them. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So we have to wrap up now. Okay. That was beautiful though. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you to our guest Este for <laughs> showing up and being able to share everything. Um, yeah. Anything? Thank Less you. No, points. thanks. This was great, y'all. I, I feel the heart to heart has a purpose because y'all, I, I was able to come out of this. I'm different now than I was when we started. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> of course. Okay. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.